everyone, it's your girl Christina Savani and this is Saved Save the Podcast where we are changing the perspective on what it means to be saved one episode at a time. What up, what up, what up you guys and welcome back to another week and another episode of Save Save the Podcast with your girl Christina Savani and you know how we kick it off with my favorite segment nothing about nothing this is the segment of my podcast where I literally ramble I am probably one of the most random people ever like my friends will tell you I'll be talking about something and then I'll jump back to something I was talking about like 10 20 30 minutes maybe even an hour beforehand because that's just how my brain operates so Every episode before we jump into the main topic at hand, I just like to take you guys into how my brain operates and just let you into that rambling moment of mine. And this week, I want to talk about my name, you guys. So for those of you who know me outside of my podcast, know that um, Savani is not my last name. It is actually my middle name. Um, I'm named after my grandmother. If you have listened to any previous podcasts, you know that this is the grandmother who bestowed me with my locket that you might hear clanking in the background because I never take it off. So, you know, story full circle. Um, but my last name is not something I be airing out in the social media public streets for, you know, privacy reasons. Um, and also because my last name is a little annoying. Um, and it has been getting on my nerves and probably will get on my nerves until I change it whenever the Lord sees that I get married. Um. But today, I actually got a compliment on it, and I was, like, really excited. Um, I went to Ulta to pick up uh, a package that I had pre-ordered while I was at work. And, you know, I went in, and I was like, hey, I'm picking up for blah, blah, blah. She she asked for my last name. I gave it to her. And she was like, oh, my gosh, that's so unique. And I was like, oh, thank you, because... (laughs) that never happens because my last name isn't unique it is very common it's just a common name with a different spelling which is why it's annoying because y'all for my entire life like I won't say entire life but like from like teenager till now whenever I have gone anywhere like anywhere and someone has asked what my name was I've literally had to say Christina blank and then spell it because if I do not, I guarantee you they're going to spell it wrong. Like guarantee you. Like I even tested this like two or three weeks ago. I was at the doctor's office and I was like, this is my doctor. You know, I've been going to this doctor a couple of years now. I'm just going to try it out. Right. So it's my primary care doctor. So I go up and I'm like, like, you have an appointment? I'm like, yeah. My name's Christina. Tell them my last name. And they're like, searching, searching, searching. And they're like, I, I don't see you here. <sighs> it's spelled with this letter. And they're like, oh, there you are. And I'm like, like, guys, <laughs> you don't understand. Because, like, people automatically assume that it's spelled the other way. And I'm just like, it's not. It's not. It's spelled how it's spelled. And 
it's, it's literally one letter off from the common spelling. Like, that's, that's the part that annoys me. So, um, it's literally a force of habit. So, I, I kind of joke sometimes, and I'm like, literally, my name is my last name and then like the letters of it spelled out I'm like that's my actual last name because just saying what my last name is no one's gonna know what it is um, but it felt great today for somebody to actually say my last name is unique because I never hear that um I'll normally just be like oh that's how you spell it and kind of getting annoyed because people just are like wait that's wrong kind of thing. So yeah, that's my nothing about nothing today. So it, it was really nice that um, I got complimented on my last name because that never happens, which is why I just don't use it in public. Um, but um, I guess that's why that kind of segues into this week's topic about doubt. Because a lot of times we doubt that things will ever happen because I swear I doubted that I would ever get complimented on my last name. But it happened today. Um, and a lot of times we doubt the mundane as well as the big. Like we doubt so many things that happen in our lives, even the things that God has already declared. And a lot of times it definitely contradicts what faith says. Like, as we've been talking about all season, faith is something you have to do without sight. Like, you, it's full on trusting in your relationship with God. It's full on trusting in his still, small voice and trusting in what he said is going to be done and trusting that who he is is who he is and trusting that when he makes a promise to you that it's going to be fulfilled and that trusting that the promises that he made 2,000 years ago when Jesus died on the cross are still the promises that he's making today like that's what faith is but sometimes that pesky little thing called doubt creeps in y'all know I'm going to go for a definition. So the definition of doubt is a feeling of uncertainty or lack of conviction. So basically, it's not even saying that something is wrong or like saying that you are definitely no to something. So like it's saying it's not saying that, you know, I know for a fact that this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. It's like that small inkling that maybe I should be doing something different. And that's the part that kills us because it's like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Like, is this what God told me? Am I moving in the right direction? And like a lot of times, Especially people in our 20s and our 30s as we're navigating life. That's the time that doubt tries to creep in the hardest. Especially when our life doesn't look like how we thought it was going to look. Or it doesn't look like our peers' lives. I know there's been so many times where I look at my life and, you know, I'm in my late 20s, right? And 
I'm single, no kids, you know, and I'm not really where I thought I would be in my career. And I'm like, am I doing something wrong? Like, did, did I mess up, you know, in, in year 20 and year 21? Like, sh- should I have gone on this date with this person? Should I have gone to this career path? D- did I miss a sign from God back then? Did Did something like not add up in this moment that should have added up to where I should have been in X, Y, or Z place by now because my peers are married. My ki- my peers are having babies or they're on their second baby or, you know, they're starting businesses or, you know, they're starting their second business or they're becoming CEOs or CFOs or COOs or whatever other commerce. <laughs> combination of C's and O's you can add together and you know I'm like God did did I mess up somewhere (laughs) you know and I'm sitting here and I'm like ah and then it doesn't help when people around you don't read the room like (laughs) I can't tell you guys how many times it aggravates me when someone's like do you want to get married do you want to have kids? Are you sure you're okay with living in your hometown? Like, do you want to move somewhere else? And it's like, is that even your right to ask? Or maybe I do, and you don't know my circumstances. So then like the doubt creeps in even more on whether or not I'm in the right spot, whether or not I'm where I'm supposed to be. Even if I've already gotten that confirmation that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And it can happen not just in your life choices, but in your career choices, in your purpose, in what church you're supposed to go to. Y'all, it can even happen on like, you know, major purchases. (laughs) Like you ever like made a big purchase and you're like oh maybe I shouldn't have spent that money like that because you know we in a middle of a pandemic and I don't know if I'm gonna need that money later like so for example I literally just spent a good chunk of change on something I really wanted and it's something that I've been looking at for I know at least four or five months like I've been going back to this website like over and over and over again for like four or five months and like I kept talking myself out of it I kept talking myself out of it but like it was something I really wanted and the people around me could tell that not only did I want it but me not getting it was causing me to be frustrated Because the thing that I wanted, me not having it, was causing me to be frustrated with my workarounds, basically, (laughs) of not having it. But it cost a good bit of money, right? So I'm like, oh, it's too expensive. I don't need it. So let me do X, Y, and Z because I really don't need it. So I'm doing X, Y, and Z, and I'm getting frustrated with X, Y, and Z, and I'm trying to find solutions with X, Y, and Z, and I'm like, okay, well, maybe if I do this, and I'm not happy with that, maybe if I do that, and I'm not happy with that, and I'm like, 
So finally, I bought what I wanted. And then, then like, as soon as I bought it, I'm like, oh, I probably could have used that money somewhere else. Maybe I shouldn't have bought it. Like, maybe. And, like, that doubt creeped in immediately because, like, I try not to make major purchases. <laughs> like, I just try not to, even if it's something that's going to make my life easier. And this was something that's going to make my life easier in the long run because it literally just is going to cause me to not be as frustrated and not have to worry about certain aspects of my life to make just make my life function a little bit easier. Just as simple as that. So like it's funny how we 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 pick and play with our doubts like that. And we'll do that with everything. Like we'll do that with a career move. Like we'll say, well, what if this happens? Like, what if that happens? Like, maybe I shouldn't have done this career move. Maybe I shouldn't start this business because what if it fails? Like, one of my favorite quotes ever is, what if I fail? Oh, but my darling, what if you fly? And like that quote right there shows you faith in a nutshell. It shows you the fact that there are going to be 10,000 what ifs. Like you can what if your life away. Like that is for somebody. You can what if your life away. You can talk yourself out or in to anything. Like I believe the scripture says when there's life and death of the, in the power of the tongue, that is one of the things that he means. Like you can literally talk yourself in or out of anything. And that doubt section of your mind is that section of your mind that does that. Because doubt will say, I'm not worthy of this. I don't deserve this. This isn't the right time. I'm going to disappoint this person. I'm going to upset this person. I'm going to burn this bridge and I really need this bridge later. I'm not qualified for this. I'm overqualified for this. I'm going to be stepping on this person's toes. I'm going to need this later. This isn't where I'm supposed to be. I can't do this. I shouldn't do that. And you will talk yourself into staying somewhere too long or moving on for something too quickly. And then you wonder why you're still frustrated. You wonder why you're still sitting there and you haven't gotten to a solution and the same problems keep coming up and you're stuck in the same cycle over and over again and God is sitting there like I gave you the solution but the cost was too high <laughs> like for me it was something where I'm like Ugh. like I literally text my sister and I was like should I buy this and she was like oh yeah it's cute get it and I text a couple of other people and I was like, Ugh. like I literally showed it to a coworker and I was like, I'm thinking of buying this, but uh, do you see this price tag? And like my coworker was like, girl, if you don't pull out your credit card. <laughs> and I was like, you're right, you're right, you're right. And like, I was like, I was talking myself out of it as I was showing that coworker. And they were like, so why aren't you getting it? And I couldn't give them any valid reasons. Y'all, I'm the queen of talking out of something because I'm also the queen of saying, not now. I don't deserve this. This isn't the, the right time. Let me wait because I know that one of my Achilles heels is impatience. So I try to be overly patient <laughs> to where I'm doubtful. 
And so I'll talk myself out of something in the name of patience when really I'm talking myself out of something in the name of faith, faithlessness. I'm going to say that again to make sure that you guys understood me. I try to talk myself out of something in the name of patience, saying that I'm trying to be patient and waiting on God when God has already given that thing to me and telling me to act on it. And I'm saying that I'm waiting in patience when really me not moving is me waiting in faithlessness because he's already given it to me. He's already given me all the signs to take it, to move, to act, to go. And that doubt is creeping in in faithlessness saying that no, it's not there yet. No, don't do it. No, if you do it right now, it's not going to be the right time. Like my favorite Bible verse to compliment my favorite quote is Esther 4 and 14. And it says, perhaps you were created for such a time as this. And like the, that Bible story, it takes you through like the entire um, story of how Esther becomes queen. And how basically like if she hadn't been queen at that moment, she couldn't have been in the position that she was in to help rescue her people. And she had to be reminded by her uncle that because she was queen, she had that power. But had she not been queen in that very moment, no one, like, she couldn't have done what she did to help her people. And so he was reminding her, like, maybe God created you to be here right now as queen to do what needs to be done in this moment. And so whenever doubt creeps in, I'm reminded of that Bible verse. Like it's literally on the wall behind me that I sit at when I record this podcast and it's on a painting next to me. <laughs> like I have like this whole little section that I record in and like I have like a wall of paintings to my right and I have like a... um like the scripture painted behind me to my back. And so like, I'm always reminded, like I, I can see the quote, um, I can see the Bible verse um, in my line of sight as I'm recording. And so it's always a reminder to me, like perhaps you were created for such a time as this. So whenever doubt is creeping in, I'm like, God created me for this time right now, for these little moments, for me to act when he's telling me to act, for me to do the things that he's telling me to do. So when doubt creeps in, I'm like, wait a second, <laughs> wait a second, God, you told me to do this. So like, I have to, I have to check doubt at the door. You know how last week, you know, we had to say, we had to check your motives at the door. So if my motives are pure and that doubt creeps in, then I'm like, okay, God, my doubt creeping in, so my motives appear, so I'm trusting you, and I need to block out this doubt. I need to block out this doubt and trust you that this is what I need to do, that this is where I need to be, that this is where it needs to be right now for the situation to move and to change right now, because I know my motives are pure. I know my intentions are pure. I know that Everything around me is pure. So this doubt is only my flesh. This doubt is only a trick of the enemy. This doubt is only there to hinder me. This doubt is only there to block my faith. And that is not what we have time for in 2021, people. 
we don't have no faith blocking time. We need to move completely in faith in 2021. Like we come at all pandemic year. Like granted the pandemic is not over, but 2020 rocked all of us. So if anything, our faith needs to be on 110 plus 25 more. <laughs> like um so faith needs to be on a thousand with no doubt creeping in at all, but we know that's not the case. So when that doubt does creep in, you know, really think about why it's creeping in. Like that goes back to last week. Like check, check, check yourself, check your motives. Like, why do you feel like that doubt is creeping in? Is it an insecurity? Is it because there are situations in your past where you rushed too quickly and you regretted it? Is it because there are people around you that are telling you that you don't deserve this? Do you need to change your environment? Do you need to change who you're telling your business to? Because a lot of times that doubt isn't even your own doubt. It's somebody else's doubt projected onto you. Like, have you ever been so secure about a situation? Like, picture this. You get dressed in the morning. You have on a bomb outfit. Like, you are feeling so confident. Like, your hair is done. Your clothes are freshly ironed, which is not me because I, confession, do not iron. But for the scenario, clothes are freshly ironed. Everything is matching. You got on some designer shoes. You got on some nice smelling perfume or cologne. You know, you got on a nice watch, nice jewelry. You know, you got... You woke up early, <laughs> you you were able to exercise, you got a good breakfast, you walk out the house, you get to work, and then somebody's like, what you got on? And automatically your insecurities pop in, and you start nitpicking at your shirt, and you're like, did, did I iron this right? You start playing with your hair and trying to see if, if you curled it right, or Men, you try to see, like, is, is your lineup good? Or, you know, do you need to go back to your barber this afternoon? Or women, you start checking to see, you know, did you do your makeup right? Um, you know, did you put on lotion? <laughs> did you, is there something in your teeth? Like, you start nitpicking at everything. But when you looked in the mirror before you walked out of the door, you were confident. You were assured in yourself. You knew that you felt good, that you looked good, and that you were going to have a great day. And then you encountered one person and let that one person change what you already saw was good. And you let them change your mind. But that's what we do every single day when it comes to things that we are blessed with with our purpose, with our calling, with our walk. God will literally place it in front of us in plain sight. Like we don't even have to use all of our faith. Like he is placing it in front of us. He will give it to us as clear as day with five confirmations behind it. And then we let somebody be like, are you sure? Did he really tell you that? Have you talked to God? And then here we go questioning it. Here we go letting doubt creep in. And it's like... <laughs> Why? Why do you do that? God already gave you your yes. He already told you what you need to do. 
yet we let the opinion and it always be that one person who don't matter like it always be that one person who just who do not matter I literally before I got on to record I saw somebody um say they were like um they were having a bad day and they were letting people influence what they were doing and their wife was like why are you letting people influence you who have a bad credit score? So I'm saying this to you. Why are you letting people influence you who don't have no influence over you? Why are you letting people trump God's opinion? Because basically what you're saying is their opinion matters more than God's approval. Because he's already stamped it off. Like the paperwork has already gone to HR. They've already promoted you. And you basically saying you don't want the promotion because of the intern saying that you're not qualified. Like the CEO is giving you a, a promotion and the intern is telling you you're not qualified. So you're not going to accept it. That, that's what you're doing when you're letting people influence you not doing what God already approved. When you let doubt creep in off the opinions of other people. Even when you let doubt creep in off the opinion of yourself, like when it creeps in before you even listen to anybody else, it's still the same scenario. When God puts his stamp of approval on it, it's signed, sealed, delivered, it's yours. Shout out to old school Motown R&B. It is yours. <laughs> like, take it, receive it, and thank him for it. At that point, that's all you got to do is thank him for it. Like, you maybe can go to him just, just for a quick second and be like, are you sure? Get that confirmation and run with it. But don't, don't doubt yourself out of your blessing. Don't doubt yourself out of your level up. Don't doubt yourself out of your next level of success, out of your abundance. He wants you to be blessed more abundantly, more than you can handle. He didn't just want you to sit where you are. He doesn't want you to just be just solidly where you are. He wants you to go further beyond more than you can think. The Bible tells us that he wants you to have more than you have room to receive. So why are we sitting here doubting ourselves that we can handle it or that we deserve it? We're his children, so we deserve it. If we're doing what we need to do, if we are called by his name, we deserve it. So stop doubting yourself out of your blessing. Like, it's already yours. It's already there for you. And your faith is showing that you believe it. But those inkling of doubts, I know they're going to come, y'all. I know they're going to come. They come for the, for the best of us. I've been struggling with it for the past week or so with the situation I'm in. But I promise y'all, if he's put his stamp of approval on it, he's already put his stamp of approval on it. And there's nothing we can do to change it. So don't doubt yourself in or out of a situation. Move when he says move. Stay when he says stay. Just let him direct your path. Don't let nobody else direct it for you. And do what he says do. And don't doubt it. Because he's already sure about it. Hey, look, I rhymed. All right. That's where we're going to end this. So, while I'm out here rhyming, y'all need to be out here subscribing. And see, that didn't rhyme, so that's why I'm not a rapper. So, yeah. So, in the meantime, 
I'm going to stick to my podcast and you guys are going to stick to listening and we're going to get our follower count up. So we're going to like, we're going to subscribe, we're going to review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Anchor, and wherever else podcasts are available. And as always, I love you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys are going to share this with a friend and you're going to share this on all social media platforms. I hope you guys are going to follow us on Instagram and on Facebook for all the updates and everything going on with us. And as always, I love, love, love you guys. And until next week, this has been another episode of Save, Save the Podcast with your girl, Christina Savani. Love you guys. Peace.